Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Hey, good morning. Welcome back. Good morning, everybody. Thanks for listening to the Donna and Steve experience on My Talk 1071 Everything Entertainment. DJ Rock Lobster is with us. <laughs> Oh, yeah. oh, that reminds me. We should just do it now. I was watching Gopher Hockey on Friday. Yeah. They, oh, yeah. they were playing Massachusetts. The guy who scored the first goal for Massachusetts. Here it is. One of the most epic names in the history. His name was Reed Lebster. <laughs> That's not true. Reed Lebster. And Rock Lobster. Rock Lobster reports on Reed Lebster. This has been... One of the most epic names in history. Don't forget you can join Alexis on Team iTalk. For uh, Big Climb Minneapolis, wonder if Reed Lebster will be there. Or Rock Lobster. They've never been seen in the same place. Uh, this is a stair climb event to benefit the Leukemia and Lymphoma Society happening Saturday, April 23rd. Sign up now for you to register uh, until later this week, March 31st. Climb 53 floors of the Capella Tower or be a virtual climber. Details at mytalk1071.com. Keyword climb. Can I quickly go back to meat puppets? Sure. Yeah. Look, you guys brought it up. All those weird rock show names. Um, we had a moment. We were making burgers this weekend. And Lou is preparing ground meat, meat burgers, meat puppets. She's preparing it. We hear yelling coming from the basement. The kids are cleaning the basement, one of their chores. Let's get it all cleaned up. It was a mess, total mess. And then we hear two of the kids using unkind tones, sort of yelling at each other. And Lou just goes, oh, and I was like, honest to goodness, you know, sometimes you get in these zones where your kids are just not speaking kindly to each other. Sure enough, Lou's making burgers. Then 10 seconds later, she goes to the basement door has a burger patty, raw meat in her hand. And then she started walking downstairs. And I thought she was going to ask one of the kids, like, hey, is this a big enough size? She had said, we're going to make some sliders for the kids. Girlfriend goes on to hold a 10-minute lecture holding just raw meat in her hands. The whole And I asked her on the way down, I was like, what, you, what are you doing with that? And she didn't really answer me. And then she's just down there lecturing them, shaking her meat hand at them. Do you understand what I'm saying? It was a weird, awesome. weird moment. That's funny. Meat puppets. Um, hey, everybody is talking about the Will Smith flap to Chris Rock, but the Oscars are when are they happening? <laughs> are deserving of a little more, um, you know, content the, and context. The I'll I, thought, I just watched, I paid for the UFC um, Chris Rock Will Smith <laughs> thing last night, so I didn't watch oh the Oh my Oscar. gosh. I thought the ladies did a great job. Um, here's a little bit of Amy Schumer and uh, what she had to say. And I mean, Leonardo DiCaprio, what can I even say about him? It's, he's done so much to fight climate change and leave behind a cleaner, greener planet for his girlfriends. <laughs> So many amazing filmmakers. I mean, Aaron Sorkin, a genius, truly, right? 
I mean, the, the innovation to make a movie about Lucille Ball without even a moment that's funny, <laughs> I... <laughs> It's like making a biopic about Michael Jordan and just showing the bus trips between games. <laughs> <laughs> and then Heath Urban got up and went on the stage and, and oh, slapped, slapped Amy right. Schumer right across his face. No. No, I'm kidding. Donna. Donna, you're, we're getting our headlines confused. It did not happen. Well, then she, she looked at Nicole Kidman and was like, it's okay, Nicole, it's not your fault. You know. <laughs> and she laughed that off. And you watched that one, did you, Donna? Yeah, yeah. I watched like it, it too. It was okay. fine. What did you think, Steve? I thought it was. I think she. I was, thought it was better than fine, but less than great. And I think that Nicole Kidman really shined when she was doing scenes from "I Love Lucy." Sure. Um, because that's who we know, you know. And I just thought her physical humor was was great. Um. Anyway, I I also watched the documentary. The Amy Poehler documentary. On okay, right. Lucy, and that was fine, too. Oh. It was fine. Thank you. You know, I that's watched, what we should put on yeah. your your epitaph or whatever the gravestone thing is called. Mm-hmm. Rocco Earmuff, sorry, Crescent, Crescent Tide. It should just say, <laughs> Donna Valentine. It was fine. Yeah, it was fine. I love it. That's great. All right, I want to know all about CODA. Yeah, you know, so after the thing last night, I thought to myself, I'm either going to watch Dune because it won like all the technical awards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or I'm going to watch Coda because it won, it won obviously Best Picture, Best Supporting Actor, and Best Original Screenplay. That sounds, uh, let's see. I got it right here. Basically, it was up yeah. for three awards and it got all of them. So I watched it and for sure it's good. And for sure it's heartwarming and I laughed. And Did you cry? I, you know, there was a scene where I was almost moved to tears. Um, I just wonder if in a few years it's going to be one of those where we're like, okay, did did we really award the best picture here? I mean, did it push? I, I Me, I like to see the Oscars maybe reward a movie that sort of pushed things forward, you know, oh, in see. the world of cinema or maybe made okay. a dramatic leap or something. I don't know. But then I'm looking at the 10 nominees. I don't even know. I don't know. I, don't I mean, know. did Licorice Pizza push things forward? No. no. Did King Richard? Did... You know, Nightmare Alley, no. Did Power of the Dog, maybe? Did Belfast? I don't know. You saw that. What did you think? I liked it. I thought it was a a solid movie. Mm-hmm. I, I, I'm not, like, blown away by it or anything. It's also kind of heartwarming, and it's about family, and it's about... Um, it, it, are you familiar with how, like, the there was a Catholic section of Belfast where... It was like a Catholic Protestant kind of war okay. going on. And it's about this family who happens to be Protestant, but they think they have to leave. Loosely based on Kenneth Branagh's upbringing, all Irish people um, cast. Really, really a nice movie. It was nice. It was okay. I really liked House of Gucci. Okay. And I don't think I've, any of us have seen that. No, but I haven't seen that. Lady Gaga. I mean, snubbed. I think so. She, I forgot that I was even watching Lady Gaga. She was fantastic. Hmm. She was really, I, probably because it's like the beginning of her acting career, you know, a, as far as like a, a high level of recognition that other people maybe they find more deserving. But she was absolutely phenomenal. 
I didn't think her accent was distracting hmm. or anything. I thought, speaking of actresses, uh, the one mo- I don't think anybody saw Jessica Chastain winning, did they? That, was yeah, that, that, that was oh, a bit of a sleeper. Absolutely. She was great in Some that of the movie. talk was... I saw that. She, unbelievable. So you saw um, Eyes of movie? Tammy Faye, yeah. What'd you think? thought it was fantastic. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, I really liked it. You should see it. Your girl, Kristen Stewart, didn't win, though, for Spencer. That was a little shocking, actually. And did you watch that one, Spencer? I've heard that's yeah, good. I yeah. heard she's great. Steve would not like it, I don't think. Hmm. Okay, guys, I'm I, right here. I know, but Steve, I'm trying to save you the time. You would find it slow. I always kind of feel like when you guys address like what I would like or not, part of me really likes it, and the other part feels like, oh... There's a ten-year-old in the room, and they're like, "Well, Billy wouldn't like it because you know, it deals with real <laughs> well, topics." You didn't like the words "meat puppets," so that's yeah, a- man. That's a lot about you. No, you know what it is? It's it's a very small, kind of like the Lucille Ball um, that movie was about a specific time in her life, a week. It's kind of the same thing with Diana. It's like a, I think it takes place over a weekend. The performance was better than the movie, mm, if that makes sure. sense. The totally performance does. was fabulous. I felt that way about Lincoln years ago. Oh, I have a friend who just watched that and said it was such a beautiful movie. Daniel Day-Lewis, the movie. Sally Field. Mm. Uh, his performance, you feel like I'm actually seeing him. Right. You know? Like he is Lincoln. Where yeah. am I? Hall of Presidents? Disney. By the way, when they were in the uh, the museum, did you see the Wanda Sykes bit? Yeah, that was pretty funny. When she got, there's, I don't even know who it was, but she's like, oh, there's Harvey Weinstein. Oh, right. It was like some oh, alien ugly thing. <laughs> yeah, that was a pretty funny bit. Ah, it was so good. Did the, did the mannequin hit her or anything? <laughs> no. No, okay, because yeah. I just keep watching the Will Smith slap over and over. I mean, we are going to be talking about this It just keeps popping up on Twitter. Guys, it's just a crazy, crazy moment. And I'm watching it again. I go to Twitter to see what's trending now. More of it. Let's take a breather. Okay. Why don't we do some studies when we come back? All right. You want to see if we can get into a couple of studies? You betcha. Um, why you should criticize your coworkers more. That next on my talk. <laughs> hey, Steve, drop and give me 50. Okay. Well. Really? Yeah, I'm very motivated by clear instructions when it comes to fitness. Well, then you should join the Y. They offer personal trainers who can help you reach your wellness goals with guidance and accountability. Join the Y by March 17th and get $17 enrollment with no dues till May. 29, 30. Join at ymcanorth.org. Good morning, everybody. Welcome back. Thanks for listening to the Donna and Steve Show on My Talk 1071, where you could register for the Pick Your Prize My Talk app sweepstakes. Yeah, each weekday now through April 1st, we're going to award two winners with $100 each. Plus, this is so exciting, Donna, they get entered to win the uh, grand prize, which would give you a chance to pick your prize. Yeah, like. A $10,000 uh, Northway Sports gift card from TGK Automotive. Whoa. A $10,000 Cub Foods gift card. All sorts of stuff like that. This is amazing. Wow. You can see a full list of the Pick Your Prize options at mytalk1071.com. Register on the app to win. That's a big deal. 
Boy, your friends at TGK saying, hey, we can help pony up for a I big know. prize. They're amazing. Shish kebab. Right? Thank you, everybody. Studies have shown that... Studies medic- have shown that the microbial... Several long-term studies have shown... They've studied the studies. Several scientific studies have shown... And here with their findings, our study buddies... The perfect nerd couple. Donna and Steve. You know, this is a, uh, a headline that you might find rather liberating. A study found that you should criticize your coworkers more. As long as it's constructive criticism. Not if like you're ugly. That's not helpful. <laughs> yeah, that sweater's got to go. That was mean-spirited. It found that most people are more receptive to feedback than you might actually think. But we usually don't enjoy saying anything because we don't like confrontation and we don't want to seem rude. So if it's something major, we're actually even less likely to speak up. But we even let dumb stuff slide. For example, less than 3% of the people in the study told the researcher that they had a smudge on their face, even though it was clearly visible. With work oh feedback. Oh my gosh, really? Yeah, so it was like a, it was a, an experiment within the study. Amazing. And with work feedback, they say that there's an easy way to decide if you should speak up. Just ask yourself, would I want them to be honest with me if the roles were reversed? That's a great thing. Like, do, do, do on to others. Yeah. Be honest. How do you think you do with getting criticism from a boss? Um, I think I do okay, but it might hurt my feelings, Mm. but yeah, I guess my ego is hurt, but that's an honest answer. You need it, you you know? Yeah. I, I feel like, I think I deal with it well from a boss and less well from a colleague, from a coworker. You know, like in the boss hierarchy, I'm just like, all right, I'm supposed to be getting notes from them. And so my pride stays down. Oh, that's interesting. Whereas if you said to me, hey, you know what? When you do that, I think that you should try to change that. I think that I would have naturally, and this is not good, by the way, Mm -hmm. but naturally a little more of like, hang on a second. You're not my boss. Yeah, who are you, Why to are tell you telling me, me that? Well, oh, really? Well, here's what I think you're not great at. This is <laughs> you know? This has actually happened to us before where I've said something to you and you're like, "Yeah, okay, whatever." I'm Bradley Trainer and I'm Don McLean. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, "This A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out." Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. And then our boss says the same exact thing to you. And I'm like, that is so wise. You're like, wow, that's great. Thank you for <laughs> pointing that out. I'm like, okay, that's fine. How do you think you do, Rocco? You know, I think anybody in the creative world is a little sensitive to, Mm -hmm. you know, feedback and stuff. But like Donna said, you know, you got to take it. Well, and it's so good. If you can get in the habit of being good at accepting criticism and being humble and telling your pride, like, quiet, you, 
it's it's a much much better place to be but you bring up an interesting point in the creative field there's i think a little bit of extra bit of vulnerability that you feel like you show to create a thing or to try to do something and so then if you're told that look we always pick on accountants but if you're an accountant and the boss says, hey, you input that number wrong, they could look at their grid and be like, oh, oh I, did. I did. Yes. Whereas we're like, you know, but wait, I kind of created that. Like I thought of that in the moment and it seemed good and it Great was a little point. bit of me, you know. Yeah. Really interesting. Speaking of, let's talk about your hair today, Donna. I'm and this is not criticism. <laughs> it's just, um, and let me put my glasses on that you haven't commented on to make sure I'm seeing you correctly. Okay. They look great. Thanks. Um, your hair started down. Mm-hmm. And then it went up, mm-hmm. looks really nice as a ponytail. Then another commercial break later, mm-hmm. it's down and you're doing a, 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 a sort of a Shetland pony style, mm-hmm. brushing it down, brush it down. And now it's up again. I'll hang up and listen. Okay. What's um, going on? If I had a hat, I would put a hat on. Just, you know, a common problem. Looks great right now. Thanks, Leave Steve. it up. I, um, Rocco, put your hair up in the top knot. I know, knot. I gotta yes. do the top knot. You know, just a you know, bad hair day. That's it. The end of the story. Hey Donna, hey, if I brought up? in the hair tie, would you? Could you help me top knot or? Yeah. Who did the top knot My for you in Puerto Rico? I'm kind of new to it. I don't know. I'm not Donna, ready. do you have a hair tie right now? I'm, uh, well, he could have the one in my hair. No. There you go. Come on, Rocco. <laughs> You're oh, yeah, vaccinated. I have, one. I have one, Rocco. <laughs> okay. I have. Oh, great, Rocco, do it right over top there right knot. now. Okay. Just well, go. We got oh, 10 we we'll go to commercial. We don't oh, need him here for right. this last 30 seconds. All go right. get the. This is going to be great. Rocco's getting a top knot. We'll take a picture and we'll put it <laughs> online. Have people vote on the top knot. Oh, yeah. Let's do that for sure. Sweet. This is not a great one. Okay. It might hurt a little. Oh, fun. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> all right. Uh, let's take a break. Yeah, when it's... we come back, I'll have a French braid. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and it's a Money Monday. Yeah. Uh, we'll get into a little bit of that. Oh, I got my taxes done yesterday. Oh, and I think I kind of learned something about the child tax credit confusion from this year. Oh. I'll explain what I learned when we come back. And we're back. Donna and Steve on my talk, 107.1, where talk is fun. Woo. Everybody's changing their hairdo around here. You can't see it. Oh, like, yeah, I'm you not can sure. feel it. Let me, Let me see, Rocco. You got that top knot. So, Rocco, you're going to have to go somewhere, maybe during a commercial break, and take a selfie. Don't have Donna take it. No, oh, I took it. I don't know. Okay. It's not very, it's not it's like a... am higher. I'm not really Momoa-ing or anything right now, but I'll... Uh, I'll Are you suggesting you you're I... close to a Momoa situation? Well, I feel, whenever I think of like a you know man bun or a top knot, I think of him. Mm. Hey, can I ask you this, Rocco? We're all talking about hair. Mm-hmm. Donna's got her hair up, but then it was down, now it's up again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Actually, it started down, then went up, then went down. Now it's back up again. Rocco's got the top knot that he uh, flirted with in Puerto Rico, and he brought it back, and we all think that it looks great. I was thinking, Rocco, of getting I'm, – I'm vacationing later this week in Barbados, and not true Florida. And I was thinking of going really short on the sides and more of a disconnected look as opposed to like a fade, which I do – I was getting excited about that, and then somebody emailed rudely and said, oh, yeah, Steve, you're describing, like, Macklemore's oh, hair right. from oh, about yeah. five years ago. Love it. Can we respond to listeners and just say, shut up, or what's the policy? <laughs> I, I think that's frowned upon. Dang it. Well, at least I didn't slap them. Isn't that the new boss? That's true. <laughs> you know? That's true. That's so we'll get to some thing. emails, by the way, email responses that you've had to the uh, the Will Smith conversation, which has been littered throughout our program today so far. But now, let's talk money! Come on, 
some money. Money. Oh, good. Let's talk about money. Money Monday. There are more things in the world to buy. It's Donna and Steve. Than most people have money for. So, so Money Monday. Choices have to be made. But mostly it's Steve. Wow, Rocco, that was great. Oh, the live took, version oh, of Money good? Monday. That's really good. nice. Thanks yeah. for the harmonies. Those are some tight yeah, harms. Yeah, got it. On, Thank you to the to... band, too. Thank you. <laughs> All right, Steve is drinking his gut milk. Okay. All right. It's eggnog. Ew. Oh, 24 ounces of nog in my belly. Mm-hmm. I want to talk to you about taxes. Okay. I did my taxes yesterday. I'm and by I did my... I mean, oh, you wait pretty late, huh? I always I... do. I hate it so much. No, I'm joking. It's early. Oh. It's not April 15th. Oh. It was a joke because I did it yesterday. Oh. oh, okay, thanks. My tax guy came over. No, I got a great tax guy. My tax guy will come to me. He's great. And I asked him yesterday, am I allowed to say your name? And he said, yeah, because I think he's like not taking any new clients. But he's great. He comes to you to do it. And he's very reasonably priced. It's wonderful. On top of that, he's just, he used to work for one of the big name tax preparing companies. Okay. Now he does his own thing, but he sits at the table and then we get to just uh, chit chat. Ever heard of it? (laughs) And if a tax question pops up, I will mention it to him and he's always got an answer. Going into my taxes yesterday, this is going to affect a lot of parents out there. My brother-in-law, who is prone to, I think, a touch of hyperbole said, oh, yeah, that child tax credit, it's screwing everybody, everybody's taxes up. Everybody's having problems with them now because of the child tax credit. What he's referencing is the fact that we got, parents got child tax credits throughout like a six-month stretch here this year where you were just getting a check from the government for having kids. And he was saying, my brother-in-law was doing a scare tactic, saying like, you know, he knows some people will have to pay out because of that, and I thought this doesn't make sense. So I made a little bit of layman's sense of it. The tax credit that we got does not mean that you now don't have any child tax credit when you file your taxes. What it means is if they, in my case, the child tax credit total would have been $10,000 this year for having four kids, and they increased some of the amounts of child tax credits this year, used to be two k per child, that's just what it is. They increased it a little bit. Is this a pandemic thing? Yeah, kind of, kind of. And so instead, uh, he said what they did, what the government did is they fronted you some of the child tax credit money to give you the money earlier. And so instead of me deducting the total amount, let's say this year, that total would have been $10,000, let us use that number. Instead, $4,800 has, or $4,200 has already been dispersed, so now your child tax credit is only $5,800, but you already received money throughout the year. So there's a little bit of a uh, false fake news that is out there in regards to the child tax credit. Do your taxes as you normally would. It's not if you hear somebody saying, yeah, but we got that money, which means we're screwed at tax time. No, you did get some of the money, but it's not going to drastically alter most situations. Legally, I've been asked to tell you that I am not an accountant. (laughs) Okay, thank you. Thank you, Donna. I was thinking you probably were. So you're doing yours today, huh? Well, I'm gathering my info. I'm finishing up my gathering of information today. Oh. It's stressful because I, you know, it I have is. like a big Manila envelope, 
And all year long, I just throw crap in there. You know, I just, all right, receipt. All right. Yeah, I'll figure it out at the end of the year. Yeah. And then I stress out. And I'm like, why didn't I do a better job? And I, I think you could I just know. take a box and dump it at your accountant's place. But I am anal retentive. So you know, like you. Okay. So I. <laughs> Detailed. Say that. Anal retentive has got to get canceled full stop starting today. I'm anal. Okay, no, no, no. no, 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 no. Okay, so um, somebody get the butt doctor on the line. (laughs) I have to like separate everything and go, okay, this is the mortgage stuff. This is for property taxes. This is for this. This is that. And I have to put little sticky notes on everything to make it nice, nice for Mm. the CPAA. You know, yeah, I I wish I need to get more organized with this kind of stuff. Case in point, I email them this morning and I say, oh, I forgot about this other two thousand dollars that I just forgot to I just forgot until this morning. And I was like, Must can we? Be nice. No, no, it's not yeah. like that. It was just it was sitting aside. And then I was like, oh wait, he needs to know about this. And then he was like, okay, well, we will have to make an amendment to your tax return. But first, wait until you get your tax return, and then that's when we will make the amendment. So, anyway. Yeah, it's just, it's just, Made good I just sense hate it. it. By the way, I saw a little study this morning saying that Gen Z is actually uh, saving more than millennials. And a lot of people give, oh, Gen, wow. you know, millennials get a hard time. Gen Zers get an even harder time. Uh, but there's a study saying that Gen Zers are actually because, possibly because of the the job loss that happened during the pandemic, much of it in the retail and food service industry where a large portion of those workers are Gen Zers. And so they came face to face with the reality of for unforeseen circumstances can suddenly undercut your well-being. Your job can go away in the blink of an eye. And so that at an early age for them is helping them to understand the the importance of stocking cash to the side. Yeah. You know, yeah. and having a safety net and saving your money and planning for retirement. Right. You know, it's so interesting. I hear some millennials say, oh, I'm going to retire when I'm 55. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, how are you possibly going to do that? You've got to pay for health care, right? You don't mm-hmm. get any Social Security until, you know, you're 60, what, 63 and a half, 62 and a half, something like that. I think it's totally possible, though, if you start investing early and if you only take a little bit of the money out each year. Sure, and you live below your means and Mm -hmm. all that and live off the the fat of the land. Yeah, it's that FIRE movement, financially independent, retire early. It was a real big craze the last few years, Uh, but there are folks who want to do that. I wonder how much money you need because you got to downsize, right? It well, I think that there's a lot. I mean, you have to understand so much of it is personality. I think too, because I mean, I could hazard a guess that if you wanted to stop working today, you probably could, but your confidence level isn't there, mm. you know. And for some people, it's just here. I can run a math equation and realize I could do this. And there might be thin times, and there will be fat times. Whereas other people have a goal of I want there to be this number and then that's why it's good to work with financial advisors because mm-hmm. otherwise you're kind of guessing your way through a lot of these big questions right but I think it it it, it can be done 
But then you just have, what do you want your retirement to look like? You know what? I, I called a financial advisor. I don't have one, but I want to get one. I know this is, uh, it's a very sexy talk as we talk financial advisors, but, uh, I, I just want one to sort of help guide me because I want to be prudent about retirement and I want to live now where I think the baby boomer generation and a bit of Gen X too, coming from a good place is save up for retirement, 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 retirement. And there's a part of me, like, I'm living with four kids right now. Yeah, you're not I want to free. Well, <laughs> well, no, it's. I don't even think of it that way. I think of it in the way of, like, I'm saving for retirement. But I also want to make cash accessible now because these are these are golden years that I have with right. these little ones. I want to make memories with them and go on experiences. And so you need to find, I think two things can be true at once, where you can be prudent and wise and save money toward retirement, and also find out ways to use money now because none of us have a guarantee that we're going to make it to lunch today. Exactly. You're right, Steve. So I'll be leaving. (laughs) (laughs) No, you have to stay till the end of the show. Oh, man. How about this? Uh, When we return, you guys heard earlier today, Donna slapped Rocco. Everybody's talking about (laughs) it. Well, he made a not very tasteful joke. Okay. Uh, the slap heard around the world has been a point of conversation throughout our show this morning. We're going to get to some of your emails, some different responses, different perspectives that we might uh, share with you. Uh, we'll get into that as we start to tidy things up and prepare room in our hearts for the Colleen and Bradley show. <laughs> when we come back, it's Donna and Steve on my time. Final stretch of the Donna and Steve experience on my talk 1071 Everything Entertainment. Woo! Oscars last night. It's kind of a shame that what people are talking about is basically an assault instead of like the history making moments. But it is what it is. Yeah, live TV played out last night with millions watching around the world. Those who watch live in America were rather confused as to what happened because they saw what looked like a slap from Will Smith to Chris Rock after Rock made a joke about Jada Pinkett Smith's uh, hair. And Meanwhile, Twitter starts putting out a video shortly thereafter, after there was a big freeze frame and no audio on the American broadcast. It ran as is in France and in Japan and different places around the world, in which Will Smith sits down after, yes, slapping Chris Rock across the face on live TV and then yells twice, keep my wife's name out your bleeping mouth. And he was hot. It's getting all sorts of reaction. It's dominated the headlines today. We've had a lot of calls during the show. We've had some emails as well. This from Judy, the slap. She says, I do not condone violence, but I also do not condone insulting and belittling anyone in the name of a comedic career. I'm surprised that this didn't happen to Chris Rock a long time ago, as his success has depended on this sick type of humor. That from Judy. Here's what Leah says. Hmm. Leah says, uh, subject, Will Smith. I just want to say that as a black woman, I am appalled by Will Smith's behavior at the Oscars. Violence is never the answer. Black men have enough negativity to deal with without Will Smith laying his hands on Chris Rock. Mm. I just feel like he's set us back. It's embarrassing. I'm looking at a tweet from Kathy Griffin. 
that says, let me tell you something. It's a very bad practice to walk up on stage and physically assault a comedian. Now we all have to worry about who wants to be the next Will Smith in comedy clubs and theaters. Carrie says, I saw it live last night and my heart was pounding. Will Smith wasn't standing next to Chris Rock and hit him in the heat of the moment, even though that would have been wrong. He had to make the effort to get up off his chair to the stage. It's the toxic masculinity that scares me. Mm. Uh, Let's see here. Stunning, inexcusable. Oscar should be taken away. That from Terry. Well, you know, some other people have said, you know, why does Chris Rock have to file a report or, you know, press charges? Everybody saw. I mean, everybody saw what happened. It's undeniable. Do you have to press charges if you can see it right there, live, all those witnesses? Yeah. You know, I go back to... uh to quote my sister, and boy, she'll be just so excited that I've done this twice now. Hi, Janie. But that anger robs from everyone. And so when you have one of these moments, Chris Rock loses, Will Smith loses, the audience in the arena loses, those of us at home lose. It, it, it's not good for anybody. And, you know, the immediate fallout, they sh- there's video on Twitter of Denzel Washington and Tyler Perry with Will Smith in the corner as they're trying to talk him down during the commercial break that followed after that. Mm -hmm. Will Smith walks back, seeming to wipe tears from his face. Yeah. Where you could sense, you know, I have empathy for Will Smith in that moment of, oh my gosh, I just totally lost control. And that's an upsetting thing, right? Imagine when you've blown up on someone in anger. I'm not saying you've gone on stage and slapped somebody, but let's find the common ground here. When Mm -hmm. you've lost your temper and said stuff to somebody that you know would hurt them and was damaging, you feel really upset and jacked up by that. Just like Chris Rock felt really upset and was clearly startled and taken aback. He was struggling to get through the rest of his read. You know, to Chris Rock's credit, he was a pro last night in trying to continue to do what he had to do because he had every right at that point to walk off, right? And to just say, the heck with this. I'm out. Will, yeah. Will, if you want to be on stage, you can come back up and present. Yeah. I'm leaving. Yeah. You know, so so he tried to take the high road after the, you can argue, the low road joke, but he tried to recover. But I was feeling for Will Smith, Denzel saying to Will Smith, I saw people praising Denzel on Twitter. Yeah, He's trending there. Be careful in your highest moment. But And then they cut to Will Smith after Will said that during his five-minute acceptance speech after he won Best Oscar 20 minutes later. And he said, Denzel said, when you're at your highest moment, that's when the devil comes for you. But they cut to Denzel in that moment, Donna. Mm -hmm. And his face was looking on so intently. Like you could see the kind of the father figure. kind of, yeah. Yeah, like that was not a good moment. And we got to get up and do better. Can we hear a little bit of Will Smith's acceptance speech? Richard Williams was a fierce defender of his family. Room had a mixed reaction to that. Mm -hmm. In this time in my life, in this moment, I am overwhelmed by what God is calling on me to do and be in this world. I'm being called on in my life to love people and to protect people. And I know 
to do what we do, you got to be able to take abuse. You got to be able to have people talk crazy about you, people disrespecting you. And you got to smile and you got to pretend like that's okay. But Richard Williams, thank you, D. Denzel said to me a few minutes ago, he said, at your highest moment, be careful. That's when the devil comes for you. Yeah. Mm. The, it's, it's normal to have a mixed reaction to that because I think a lot of people, the juxtaposition, which it might be what you're grimacing at right now, Donna, mm-hmm. I'm here to love and protect people mm-hmm. right Are after you? you slap somebody. Mm-hmm. There's a dissonance there. Well, right? he's basically justifying his actions, and he assaulted a man in front of a huge audience who was there to celebrate and just ruined the night. Well, like I said, he should I, have said, I am so sorry. I am so sorry for what I did. Some people had mentioned that he could have also brought up Jada's alopecia if it was because of that that it stirred this indignation within him and then this lack of self-control that he could have brought that up to um that would have been a better thing to do to combat what chris rock was saying yeah um in that moment i really am curious to know if chris rock knew about jada's condition because he looked so stunned, like, what? It was a G.I. Jane joke, dude. What? And do we know, was it an ad-lib joke, or was it was it scripted? Hey, I almost feel like it was probably an ad-lib joke, because it wasn't, wasn't that a good funny. joke. No, and G.I. Jane, what a Random, yeah. yeah, very, yeah, that's an old movie. Yeah, I thought you know, it was more set in, like, cuteness. They, I, again, I, I read that Will Smith book, and so the thing I was remembering a couple of different things from that. But you know, there's part in the book where he talks about early in his stardom days, where he wasn't afraid to, you know, roll up on anybody if if he felt like he was being challenged. That he he recounts fights in his book, so it's not like a oh my gosh, come back with shaking hands. What have I done? He's been there where he felt like he was being shown up. The crazy thing is, like, if you hear that happens backstage at an Oscars party, the narrative would be totally different. But what changes it, and what also can't be ignored, is that it happened on live television in the middle of an award show where some certain level of decorum would be expected. expected yeah. You yeah. know? But, like, if we if TMZ reported that that happened at an after party... It's all different, and and there I bet you there would be a lot more people saying, "Come on, it, he was he defended his wife in the heat of the moment." You know, he spoke like in a party atmosphere. That narrative becomes different. I'm saying I can imagine Twitter going yeah, that way, yeah. As opposed to I'm in a suit, I'm in a stand up now. There's cameras, hundreds, you know, hundred million people are watching yeah. all around and the what world. What are you teaching your kids? Yeah, not self control. Is okay. Yeah, yeah. So I hope good things eventually for all of them. But it's, it sounds like there's some more walking out that needs to be done. And I feel like that um, there's going to be a GMA interview coming up with Will Smith. There's, You know, he's got to do some damage control now. You would think so. I'm sure Colleen and Bradley are going to have opinions about this. They have to do damage control for us every day. That's right. See you tomorrow. Bye now. Bye.